0: Now it's official, I suppose. Oh, somebody already did it. Tipa, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Joni, at least you acknowledge that you're my Northern star. Usually there's at least one face. Say that again? At least you acknowledge that you are my North star. Usually (laughs) I can see your face. You don't wanna see my face this morning. (laughs) Today it's all boxes. (laughs) <laughs> oh really? Everyone's the same like ah, 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 ah. Zipa, zipa, zipa is brave. Okay, we'll wait one minute and we'll begin. Which is it? The first or the second? Aleph, the first. The the uh the link is in the chat if you want it in in Lashna Kedish, uh, but it's Sikha Aleph. It's 10 o'clock. Good morning. We're doing the first Sicha in Parshish Vayelach, Chelach Yotes. And um, we're learning this morning with a tefillah to the Eivashur that all of us and all of our loved ones, B'Saych Chal Yisrael, should have, should merit, Aksivach Simateva, Shana Teva Mesuka, Agot Geben Shiar, b'teiv Hanir V'anigla, and the main thing is a Shnas kaula Si'if Aleph I just have parshyas nitzavim Kasav kasava ripsadigoin. So concerning the parshyas nitzavim and vayelah, nitzavim, which we read last week, Vayelach, which we will read. Um, ripsadjigo wrote, and, the, and these are his words: O mehen, me nun gim parshas taira of the 53 parshas of the taira. So, Nitzavim Vayelah are a parsha that can be subdivided into two and read on two Shabbos if there is necessity for this. And this parsha that is one but it can be divided into two. Is the parsha atem nisavim, which when divided, the second part starts with by Yilch Meisha. Meisha went. Miduya Kalushin, Midyo Sorry. So from his exact terminology, where he writes parsha hamizchalakes l'shtayim, that this is a parsha that can be subdivided into two. she. So a contradistinction to the terminology he uses about the other partias that are twin partias where we have two and one Shabbos, those partias he describes in the following way, that there are eight such partias of which we have a number that are conjoined and you read two of them together, and they are read over four Shabbases. So from the terminology that he uses to describe Mitzvah and when you juxtapose it against the terminology he uses to describe the eight Parshas that are sometimes um, divided into four Shabbases, meaning that they're read two at a time, they're read co-joined, Muchach, it's it's proof. So we have before us proof that in truth, Nitzavim and vayelah are actually and essentially one Parsha. Sometimes sometimes it's divided. In other words, the default is that Nitzavim Vayelech is one Parsha. And sometimes you read it together and sometimes you divide it. Whereas the other Parshas are clearly separate parshias. The default is that they're separate Parshas, but sometimes you read two in one, in one Shabbos. So that's what he says in the, in the parentheses, in regard to the other eight Parshas that are sometimes conjoined, so that we read two of them on one Shabbos. Elohu Heng beetzem shtei parshes nifrades. Those parshes, even when they're read together, are essentially two separate parshes. Elosh lefamim karim shtei in yachah b'shabas akhas. But sometimes you read two of them in one shabbos. V'chein mash magam, and this is also understood min hasimon hamuva b'tor v'shulchan arach from a. A sign or a mnemonic device that is found in the shulchanarach that's referred to as Pasbag Hamelech, the king's food. What does it mean? Pasbag Hamelech, the king's food. That when Hamelech, when Rosh Hashanah falls out on Bag, on Baze or Gimel, on a Monday or a Tuesday, then Pasvayelach then Vayelach is read separately and distinctively and on its own. So again, hainu, this means, Shakash rosh Hashanah, which is referred to as Hamelech. A rosh Hashanah falls out, chal, b'yom beiz abiyot gimel b'shavu, when it falls out on a Monday or Tuesday of the week, k'arim vayelach b'fnei Asma. we read vayelach separately from nitzavim. And, how the, and the Magan Avram <coughs> cites, says on this um, mnemonic device, that when we say that we're going to read separately, the word pitim, it's etymologically rooted in the term for crumbling or separating. It's like when you take a piece of bread and you crumble it into small pieces that you separate Nitzavim and Vayelach into two separate parashas. This is to say, that when Vayelach is read separately, this is to say that when Vayelach is separated from Nitzavim, it's like when you take a loaf of bread or you take a wafer And you divide it or you crumble it into pieces. And so here in in our discussion about Nitzavim and Vayelach, we break it as it were, and we separate Vayelach from Nitzavim. Okay, so the point is that really they are one. Sometimes they're broken or crumbled into two. And so we know that generally speaking every parsha has its own theme and it's thematically distinctive from the other parhas. So we understand then vis-a-vis what we're discussing today move on. So, if every parsha has its own distinctive theme, and we are opining that that in general or essentially mitzavim and vayelach are one, it means that they are thematically linked. They actually share one theme. I don't know how to pronounce that word. I don't know what it is. Maybe It's not just that there is a point that is similar or that links these two. And because of that um, thematic link between the two Parshas, they can be, in fact, linked and read together. This is what we understand about all the Parshas that are, when we read two Parshas together on one Shabbos, we understand that they are thematically linked but he says no it's not like that el yeser alkin is much more than that because in yanan ha ikri because the main theme shall stay apart from these two pashes i'm sorry nitav vayelach echot hu it's one main point of these two pashes The afp came nonetheless mise guvashlavam koren pashes vaylach pshavs but neasma from the fact that we sometimes do read V'yelach separately, like we will do this year. Move on, it's understood, that on the one hand, even though they have a shared theme, on this, at the same time, but there is also a distinction that um, that is expressed between the two. V'yasei mizu, And it's not just that, although nitzavim and bayelach are more than just two parshas that can sometimes be read together like the other ones. And so it means that they must have some linkage. Here we're pining and, and the whole, see if Aleph is underscoring that really they're one parsha that sometimes have separated or broken apart from each other. That means, that their main theme is the same. And yet the Rebbe says, on the other hand, since they can be read separately, not only do they showcase two different themes, but we have to say, but in this one theme that they share, there is a superlative characteristic, there is an advantage, in lech, over nitzavim and it's such a big distinction it's such a big advantage that it's incomparable and because of this sometimes this parsha is read separately siif bas Parshas Nitzavim is always read before Rosh Hashanah. For after Hazakin, is Eshaychus Atam Nitzavim Hayem Kuchim V'bemel Rosh Hashanah. And the al Reb explains the connection between the Parsha Atam Nitzavim and Rosh Hashanah. And we will um, see that connection uh, explained in the third section of the Sicha. So Nitzavim is definitely linked with Rosh Hashanah. It's always read before Rosh Hashanah. Masha Inkin, a contradistinction, Parshah's Vayelach, Kashahim, Muhulekis, mi Parshah's Nitavim. When Parshah's Vayelach is separated from Parshah's Nitavim, he necras, necras, bishabashalacha, Roshashana, Wolfne Yom Kippurim. The Vayelach is read on the Shabbos after Rosh Hashanah, which is the Shabbos before Yom Kippur. Vizuhi Hechacha, Shetachna, Shal Parshah's Vayelach, Shayach Gam, Le Yom Kippurim. And so this proves that Vayelech is connected, also not only to Rosh Hashanah but also to Yom Kippur, Vaalkein, and therefore Habir Hanal So the two points that we have mentioned thus far relevant in Nitzavim Vayelech, which is Aleph Han the first thing that Rebbe said is that they have one thing. But he also obeys, the second point he made was, at the same time, there is a superlative characteristic, and advantage of over Nitzavim, and we'll understand this, Yuvan will understand this, will understand this, we're going to understand it, these two points about Nitzvah and Vayelach, again, that they share the same theme, but at the same time, there's something about Vayelach that is even greater than Nitzavim. And we'll understand this by prefacing with an explanation about how these two points relate to Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur in yin Rebbe says, first of all, we have to understand that Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are one in It's one thing, hemshach echad. It's one continuum. Ad nikra b'shem Rosh uh, There's a very famous pasuk uh, in Yecheskel where Yom Kippur is referred to as Rosh Hashanah. Avol mi'idach, but on the other hand, yesh b'yemek kippur yisran al pi Rosh Hashanah. But Yom Kippur has an advantage over Rosh Hashanah. Like we say, over and over, Rosh Hashanah we are written into the book of life, but on Yom Kippur we are sealed. So everybody understands that sealing is a stronger. Terminology, therefore refers to a stronger kayach than I haynu Hainu. Shal Rosh Hashanah. The Rebbe says that this points to the fact that kipper is the is the end. It's the crescendo of Rosh Hashanah. And this concept is also perceived or perhaps reflected in Halacha. Leib explains that it's not just an abstruse reference in Yechezkel, the Yom Kippur is called Rosh Hashanah, but in the Mishnah that delineates that there are four types of Rosh Hashanahs, there are four Rosh Hashanahs, Yom Kippur is called the Rosh Hashanah for yavles for the Jubilee year, Haddin. And the halacha teaches that regarding the methodology or the, the protocol for servants going free on the Jubilee year, this is the protocol. From, so it was done kind of um, in a gradual process. The first part was from Rosh Hashanah until Yom Kippur. The servants were no longer subserviated to their their masters. They were no longer indentured, but they also were not free to leave their master's estate and go home. But then the halacha continues, when Yom Kippur comes, then they were um, allowed to go back to their homes, so we have a process of two parts. The process begins with Rosh Hashanah, but again, it crescendos on Yom Kippur. The main aspect of freedom that are able to go home that only happens in Yom Kippur. So we see that there's two aspects. It's, it's one thing that they're free. That's, that's one aspect. They're, they're leaf taking towards freedom. So you could call this freedom from. But on the other hand, but the freedom itself or the process of freedom is subdivided into two. There's the beginning. They're not indentured. Freedom, fun, from. But the end, the crescendo of their leaf taking from their subjugation, from their servitude. When they are free to go to their houses, freedom too. This is the main aspect. See if Gimel. As promised, the Rebbe says I will uh, relate to you what, what the Alter Rebbe says about the shaykhs between nitzavim and rosh Hashanah. Rabbeinu Hazakei Mevar, as shayeches atan nitzavim Hayam Rosh Hashanah. The Alter Rebbe explained the connection between nitzavim and Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, who man shall tam alechem. Rosh is the time where Hashem says, coronate me, crown me over you." The Emasai the Nifal, and when is this effected? By Ye Bishor and Melech. When is the king coronated? Tam Lichoni Alechem. This is effected, bis Asef Rashi When the heads of the people are assembled. The this means. Kasha Kulam Miss Asfim Yachad Liyos ki Ke'echad. When all of Bnei Yisrael gather to become one. show Inin Achdos Yisrael the Indian of Akhdos, then there could be the coronation, there could be the Tam Lichoni And this is the theme of Parshas Nitzavim, the theme of Akhdos. You are all standing before Hashem, Racheichem, Shavteichem, the heads of your, your Shvatim, Together with all the other aspects and categories of the Jews, including Shayv Memecha, the water carrier. Shemibli, Habait Al-Hiluke, Yisro, without looking, without glancing, without relating to the differentiation in the categories of Jews, Nitzavim, Heim, kolchem, you're all standing together, kulam all as one, so this is the um the theme of Rosh Hashanah, and this is the theme of Nitab. This concept of the unity of all of Israel, and Adhab says, this unity is also the main theme of Parshas Vayelach. And we see this in a few places. The beginning of the Parsha begins with Bayelach Moshe, El Kol Yisrael. Moshe went to all of B'nei Yisrael, the dear Kol Yisrael, all of B'nei Yisrael. So this particular distinctive term, Kol, Ba'al lahadgih sheyishkan halicha achas, Vidibor Echod. echad, this is talking about Moshe going at one time and talking in one conversation, talking at in one time to all of bnei Yisrael equally. And in like fashion, we find b'chein parsha at the end of the parsha Namar, kol that Moshe spoke in the ears of all of bnei Yisrael the words of the Torah, which are referred to here as a Shira the Chol Kahal Yisrael to the entire congregation of Bnei Yisrael as one. So this theme of Achdos, that is the underpinning theme of Rosh Hashanah, that is underscored in Nitzavim, Atah Nitzavim Hayem Kolchem, Kolchem, that all standing together, And last week's sicha that we did was not just that those people that were alive then are included in in the kolchem, but all of the generations to come, all of us. And this is also found in Vayelach, where we find that Moshe went and spoke to all of B'nai Yisrael, kol Yisrael. And then again, at the very end, the last mitzvah. I'm sorry, not last, but the last, uh, in the, at the end of the Parsha, we find that he spoke in the ears of all of B'nai Yisrael, the words of the Shira of See See dalet, v'o'idziz, and there's more. Not just are there these two psukim that speak to the theme of call everyone united, one at the beginning of Ayelach and one at the end, but there's more. But also the mitzvahs found in Parshas Bayelah, which are Hakel, the mitzvah of Hakel of assembling the whole nation on the eighth year in the in the sabbatical cycle. In 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 this yes, Sefer and the writing of a Sefer both of, both of these mitzvah Both of these mitzvahs. Underscore the actos of Bnei Yisrael. Mitzvah Hakel as um, the mitzvah of the king gathering the entire nation to read parts of the Torah, um, and we're coming to the Shnas Hakel this year. is Shnas Shemitas, so we have to start preparing for Shnas Hakel. Makifa the Kolelus is called kol Bnei Yisrael ke'echad. The mitzvah Hakel surrounds or embraces all of Bnei Yisrael as one. Without any differentiation between them. Because the mitzvah of hakel is It embraces the men, the women, the children, the convert. We don't find such an achdus in any other mitzvah. And that's why it's called assemblage. Shekein ha kahal. Because the concept of a kahal, the the understanding of this term kahal, that those that are gathered, this is not just when you bring together disparate aspects, or in this case, disparate people but rather it is the bringing together of people in such a way that they are united and they become a part of one existence and a new existence, and this is a kaha. So it's not the pshat that you just happen to have a lot of different people in one place. No. By coming to this assemblage, they become joined in a way where they all become part of a new mitsiyah, new existence, and that is the kaha. And when we understand this, we can explain a perplexing feature of Hakel. What's interesting about Hakel is that the reading from the Torah has to be through the agency of the Melech, the Jewish king. It would seem that the teaching of Turi Dabanadi Yisrael would better be suited to the Sanhedrin, to the great court, the based it. And so if the Sanhedrin is not just the adjudicating body, but also the body that is primarily um, involved in education of the of the nation then who should read the Torah on HaKel? It should be the Reish Sanhedrin. It should be the head of the Sanhedrin or the Av Beistin, the head of the Beistin. Why the king? And the explanation is, there are actually two aspects in (laughs) Torah. And this is a recurring theme in all the Rebbe Sichas, you know, showing us it is binary in everything. There's limur There's the study of terah. When it comes to studying terah, the material needs to be understood. and needs to be grasped. And indeed, if you're talking about intellectual um, study and inquiry and there is going to be stratification there it's going to be a difference between rashaykhim shivtechem, the heads of your uh, the heads of your shvatim and uh, the water carrier that doesn't have so much opportunity to study and, and engage in scholarship but that's only one aspect but then base is Kriyas there is the inin of reading the tirashah HaKriya and this is specifically betar shibtaf the reading of Torah, but only specifically Torah Shepichtav, Eina Behechrech Bahavana Vahasag is not contingent on intellectual understanding and grasp. Lechol Bnei Yisrael Shom It actually relates equally to all of Bnei Yisrael with no distinctions whatsoever. And the Rebbe says um, that that regarding this idea that um shevach does not depend on havana bhasaga. You see the Hilchas Talmud of the Alta Rebbe where he says you could even make a bracha if you're saying words of ter shevach even if you don't understand. The kevin she kol bnei Yisrael mtiyus achas and because through hakel. All the Jews are joined together in one new existence, move on. So we understand that what's actually most relevant to our inen Mishtavim Israel. So when we become one existence through the in one new entity, a kahal, then we understand that what's being underscored here vis a vis the Torah is the way in which we all relate equally, not in the way in which we are different. Kriya b'Teresh B'Ketav. It's dafke through the kriya, not the Limut, V'yaser mizu, the Lashon Rambam, and even more in the words in the terminology of the Rambam. Kriya zu hikiyim shenitnaba b'sinai. That when the King read the Torah in the Shnas Hakel, it was like the day that the Torah was given in Sinai. Shari mamad har Sinai kolal es kol ba even Shabbat. And in parentheses, the Rebbe wants to remind us that, that the Matan Terah from Har included all Jews equally, and therefore the Rambam says, A person should see himself. Every person in HaKel should visualize himself as if this is being commanded to him, from the mouth of Hashem. And he's hearing it from the mouth of Hashem. The Indian Zoo Shevetaira. Shayek Lamelech Davka. Now this aspect of reading the Torah. And specifically reading it as if it's being given. For the first time. As you're hearing it from the mouth of Hashem. This. Is connected to the Melech specifically. Because the subservience of the nation to the king. This is not an intellectual process. They ruminate and they contemplate and they postulate. And then they say, yeah, I'm going to subservate myself. No. It's because essentially, their, their essential existence and everything that they own, actually belongs to the king. And so, in truth, they are united and become one entity through his agency. Shahamelechu, the king, is referred to Lev kol kahal Yisrael, the heart of the entire nation. We also did a sikh on this a while back. on And for this reason, And that's why it's the king who reads the Terran Hakel, the this means Shahu Payel Bibne Yisrael Inyazhab Shahulamaila Mehasaga. He is able to affect in B'nai Yisrael this aspect, this connection to Tyr that is higher than intellectual grasp, the Yeshna Beshav Bakal Khal Yisrael. And this is also an aspect that is found equally in all of B'nai Israel. And the other mitzvah that's found in Parshish Vayilach is also not about limud but about writing a Sefer terah, the last mitzvah in the Terra. And the, the writing of a sefer Torah, and especially as illuminated in the Chabad's teachings and in his, in his Sefer Torah, it only underscores the above mentioned connection that all Jews have equally in Torah. and this is very much the same idea as the reading of the Torah in the Shnas Hakel. See if hey. The difference between Nitzavim and Vayelach in explaining the Indian of Achdos of all Bnei Yisrael, and that is the theme of both Parshas. So the Rebbe has convinced us that both Nitzavim and Vayelach are unequivocally linked thematically through the Indian of Achdos. Now the Heber wants to explain the difference in Achdos between Yitzhak and Membayeilach. And in order to do this, he says we have to preface with understanding the Chiluk being Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. We have to understand the difference between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the Indian Tamlichuni Alechem, vis-a-vis the idea of coronating God as our king. Koamor. Heb says we've already said that both Rosh Hashanah and Kippur have the same inion of Tamlichuni Alechem. So this idea of Tamlichuni Alechem begins with Rosh Hashanah. And is effectuated in a continuum through the days of Hares Meitshuva, and reaches its culmination and its crescendo on Yom Kippur. That's why one of the differences in davening in is Hares Meitshuva is Hamelach Hakadosh. But there is a difference in this avodah of Tamlechuni Alechem uh, between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. On Rosh Hashanah, this idea of coronating God upon us exists in the root and the original source. What does that mean? Rosh Hashanah is a day so Hasidus explains at great length, the Rosh Hashanah is the day that we arouse Hashem's pleasure and desire to be king. It, it arouses in Hashem's atzimus, in Hashem's essence, this idea of kingdom. So I'm just going to say a mamish one tiny word about this. What's the difference between Hashem being king over the world with Tainuk or without Tainuk, because Hasidus underscores how important it is on Rosh Hashanah for us to arouse Hashem's Tainuk. So imagine that somebody invites everybody in New York City to a party, a a very, very luxurious party where you get to experience things you never would get to experience. Open invitation to everybody in New York City. It's nice. It's very nice. And, 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 (laughs) Hundreds of thousands of people are going to attend, but the person who's throwing the party doesn't really care if you come or not. You have an open invitation to come, but if you don't come, it's no skin off her nose. As opposed to a party where if you don't come, if you don't show up, you know it's going to mean something to the person that invited you. So on Rosh Hashanah, our Avedah is to evoke in the atzmas of Hashem, ta'inuk, pleasure in being our king. We should matter. And that parenthetically explains, Al chassidus, why Rosh Hashanah precedes Yom Kippur. Al it, would, it would seem that Yom Kippur should precede Rosh Hashanah. Because if you're coming to ask all kinds of things from Hashem, then it would make sense. At first, you should, um, let's just say, make up with Hashem before you start with your requests. I mean, that's what we would do if we need a favor from someone, and we had a little tiff, we would try to heal the rift before we ask for more. But here, we do the opposite. The answer is because Rosh Hashanah is all about establishing our relationship. The tainuk of the ebishter, they should take in us. So you can't really ask for forgiveness before you establish that relationship. If you don't have a relationship, then even what you did wrong doesn't matter. It's like if you walk down the street and somebody that you don't know, you walk down the streets of Manhattan and 5,000 people don't say hello to you, it doesn't matter. You don't have a relationship with them. You walk down the street and somebody that you think you have a relationship with doesn't talk to you, now that hurts. So first comes the establishment of the relationship. That's Rosh Hashanah, the Tainuk, and that's Musa Baruch. And then Yom Kippur. And and alone Chassidus illuminates this a whole new strat of Rosh Hashanah. It's not about us coming with a laundry list before Hashem about what we need. It's at, Rosh Hashanah is actually about what we need to do for Hashem. It's not about what Hashem has to do for us. It's about what does Hashem need from us? Tamlichuni Okay, sorry, that was too long. Um, okay, so that's the meaning of Ma'iri Masat Tainuk V'Harat Hashal Musi Zbar B'Malucha V'Yesh B'Koyachem Hashl Yisrael Lifal Zoys. And why do we have the kayak to be able to affect in Hashem the tainuk in Malucha? because because who are who are we we are rooted in the essence of Hashem and therefore we have the ability to affect this time and during the assert uh, chuva the the process continues of uh, the this Kabbalistic uh, uh, process Hasidus explains at great length in Building the Sphera of Malchus, ad liyemekipurim, until we come, we come to Yom Kippur. Sheboy binin Hamalchus hubishleimusam. On Yom Kippur, the building of Malchus is completed. Va'azay meyer inyan tamlechuni alechem begiloi lamata, and only then can the inyan of tamlechuni alechem Hashem's sovereignty over us be irradiated down here in this world in a revealed fashion. And because we know that this union is effectuated through the gathering of the heads of the nation, De through unity, Haray move on. It's understood that in consonance with the differentiation that we have just explained, that just as there is a difference in the Indian of Tamechuni Alechem between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah is the beginning, and um, it's effectuated, this Indian, in in, in the highest realms, but in Yom Kippur, it crescendos and comes down into this world. Yeshna chilut be'neyim al derech ze'gam be'inina achta shel kal Yisroh. Just like there's a difference in the levels of Tam Nechuni Alech B'Yerushalayim Kipper, so too there's an the Indian of the Achdos of Bnei Yisrael. On Rosh Hashanah, the Achdos of Bnei Yisrael is primarily an Achdos that reflects our root and our source in the One God, Lamaila. Ve'ilu b'yam ha-kipurim b'yam kipur, mizgalis achdazu lamata. This achdus is revealed also, let's just say in real time, in our life here below. Ve'zehu gama ilu sh'loi ba'erach, sh'b'yam ha-kipurim b'yachas l'ilu Rosh Hashanah. And now we're in a position to understand the incomparable advantage of Yom Kippur versus Rosh Hashanah. Because shall call Nishamais Israel Bisharshan because the unity of all the souls of Israel in their root and their source in a This is not a novelty that on the highest celestial realm the, the Jews are all united. This is not a novelty. The, the unity on that level is because to begin with, there is no place on that, in that sphere for differentiation and for separation into different categories. The Rabbi says like a circle, just like a circle where there's no head and there's no tail. There's just one continuum and there's an equality about it. It's specifically when you unite from a place of differentiation and plurality. When there is stratification, when there is multifariousness, when there is separation, then when you make achtos, then inyan amiti shel achtos. Now you have a true and novel type of achtos. V'davka And it's specifically this unity that comes out of differentiation and plurality. Now, this Achtos can actually express the essential, true, simple Achtos that is the truth about us in our source is hayachid al This is the inyan of transforming a Rishus harabim into a Rishus hayachid, the reshus hayachid of yichudash al of Hashem, and this is nimshak dafka min ha'achdos habshuta, and this flows dafka from the, the simple achdos that is our truth. So to. Um, just review this last aspect, this staggeringly beautiful aspect that there is an that is in our source and our root. That's 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 from from that in that place there can be no differentiation, and on that level there's no differences. But then we come down to this world where there is ample place for differentiation and plurality. But when we affect this achdus down here in our corporeal existence, and this is the Inid Yom Kippur, then we bring to the fore and we express the truth about the actus in the celestial plane. And this is the same idea of, in general, our Hashem of transforming The rishus harabim of this world. This world appears to be a marketplace of a free market of of, of so many different ideas and truths and ways of living. But through tere mitzvahs, we transform it into the rishus hayachid that it really is. If we had more time, and it wasn't Yom Rosh Hashanah, we would talk about how this is expressed in the whole idea of making a roof on Shabbos. That's a spectacular sicha in and of itself, but not for now. Vav. achiluk Hanal. This differentiation between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur that expresses itself in the two types of achdos The achdos B'nei Yisrael Shabbin Rosh Hashanah the Yom Mish'takev B'chilok Shebineim B'nei in HaTshuva. This also expresses itself in Shuva. Okay, so, so far we have two aspects. We have Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. We have the difference of the binyan HaMalchus of Rosh Hashanah and the binyan HaMalchus of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. We have the Inyan of Achdos of Bnei Yisrael that is the Achdos of Rosh Hashanah that is in the source and the root. And then we have the Achdos of Yom Kippur that is in real time in this real world. And now the Hefah says, now we're going to do a third level, how this expresses itself in Shuvah. We don't engage our Rosh Hashanah in confessional, in all the different aspects of Daveni that have to do with confessing our sins. Our Rosh Hashanah, we don't even mention sins in, in terms of confessing them, we don't ask for atonement. In contradistinction, Yom Kippur is, is very much about Slicha and Kapara. And the Rebbe says, in explaining the difference, we might say, we might conjecture look at the Rebbe's Anivus. Rosh Hashanah is about um, a shift, uh, a seismic shift, uh, an existential shift that happens in the essence of the soul as it is rooted in the essence of Hashem. And this level is L'mayla Misharish Hataira mitzvah. This is a level that, that's higher than terem it precedes terem mitzvah. So on this on this level, this from the to begin with, there's no place for khataiim. There's no place for sin. So that's why it's not it's not opportune. It's not the right time. It's not the right place to speak about. Not even to talk about the great advantage of sins that are transformed into merits. Because Rosh Hashanah is Because Rosh Hashanah is about showcasing the free choice. And we've spoken before about only Hashem has actual Bechirachafshis. So this is the choice, the unfettered choice of Hashem's essence that chooses the neshamas of B'nei Yisrael. And it's only through the agency of this choice that Hashem's, that Hashem's pleasure and desire and will to be coronated can exist. So this is the, the Indian of a Melech B'loy Am. It can't be a king without a nation. There could be a Moishel, a despot, or a, uh, a dictator. But it can't be a king without people that have accepted the king. But in this case, in order for there to be a people, Hashem had to choose those people. And Rosh Hashanah showcases the time that Hashem shows us. And this this gives rise to our ability to coronate Hashem with Tainuk. So this is is an enormous thing. This is like a, a... An amazing and unbelievable thing that happens to Rosh Hashanah. But on Yom Kippur is revealed the root and the essence of the Neshama here below. Here, the Shoresh of the Neshama is revealed in a place where there can be sins. And nevertheless, in this world, in this plane, in this existence, where there is room for trespass, we have this fantastical concept that the very existence and essence of the day is machaper. It's through the fact that the etem Hanishama is revealed in Yom Kippur and is connected with Hashem. And this connection is revealed and therefore Kapara and slicha can happen. So the connection between the Jew and Hashem As it is, Lamayla is revealed on Rosh Hashanah, and it's a crazy, amazing connection, and it gives rise to the possibility for us to karenate Hashem and dafka through Tainug and so on and so forth. But that is dwarfed by what happens on Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, in a place, in the Rishush HaRabim, as it were, in the multifariousness, is exposed and revealed. The hiskashras between the neshama and the etzem and the atzmos of Hashem, and therefore there can be slicha and kapara. katam, and through this will be explained and sweetened, as it were. The reason that belil yomekipurim noyagin shekoidim shmisbalalim, misbalalim matirim l'chol ha'avaryanim. This is why in Yom Kippur, before we begin to dive in, we free, as it were, all of the sinners. Kol At Rosh Hashanah, we can be elevated to a place that is higher than the existence of sinners and sins. Listen to this. This is so poignant, so gorgeous, as to bring you to tears, that because Rosh Hashanah, you're elevated above the place of sinners and sins, so therefore you can't really be conjoined with sinners and sins. You can't You don't have you don't have the ability to unite and to connect with them in their control as sinners down here below. Only through Yom Kippur do we come. To the true ability, and we say this over and over in our Davni Hosnam Kippur, the Yasu Aguda achas, and you will make or they will all become one band, one entity. That even the Jews, that for this, for this time, for this short time, they are still within the construct of sinners. Mis achadi mimkol Yisral Misfalalim Imam Baguda Akas. Only on Yom Kippur can these Jews be united with all of B'nei Yisrael and pray with them as one band. I pray that this includes all our students in the bars. Zion, see if Zayn. Kevancha Achto Shabyama Kipuram Nushechas Bivne Yisrael, Kifishahim lamata. Because the achdos of Yom Kippur flows as nimshachim b'nei Yisrael the way we are down here. Harehi mispatas So this is revealed and expressed, sorry, expressed, not only in indianim that have to do with neshamas, but also in indianim that have to do with the goof. So this is the fourth strata that the Rebbe is adding. Because Rosh Hashanah is a day of davening and doing all kinds of mitzvahs, i say. But Yom Kippur is a day of abstention, of not doing certain things. The is in the five things from which we must abstain, deyem ha'kippurim, ain kol chiluk ben Yehudi There is no difference between one you and another. When you're talking about mitzvot, I say, positive mitzvahs or when you actually have to do something, then by definition, there's going to be differentiation between tzaddikim and uh,
1: <coughs> your regular
0: rank and file people. But When it comes to affliction and abstention, And this is about obviating something in action, suspension of action. There's no difference between one Jew and another. In other words, fasting is fasting. Not not bathing is not bathing. You don't need to have special kavanahs. And this reflects... The essence, the innermost aspect, I'm sorry, and this is also reflected in, in an innermost aspect, in a deeper level, The the vivifying force, the um, the life force, the sustenance that happens in yom kippur that we are sustained through fasting. Chaius, life force, hamiskabeles, meharov, kufa, that we get from the fasting, he ate al-kulam This is a life force that is received by all Jews equally. So it's not just that the fasting itself is equal by the greatest tzaddik and, and the most simple Jew. But the life force that we receive through the fasting, the Hasidus illuminates that we receive from the fasting. This too is received by all equally. Contradistinction: the Avoda Rosh Hashanah, although we explain that the Avoda of Rosh Hashanah flows from a plane, a spiritual sphere that is higher than any type of differentiation between nishamas and Jews. But this is b'shas, the avoid of tfila, then that reality kind of saturates the world. But when we leave the avoid of tefillah, And we're engaged with eating good food and and drinking sweet beverages. Mm -hmm. Then there's already differentiation again. That happens differently for different Jews. And so now we're circling back after all of these different, different, Remember, the Rebbe was trying to explain us the difference between he and Nitzavim. And he said, first, we have to preface with the difference between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. After he explains all the levels of the, the difference between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, now we're in a position to understand the difference between Nitzavim and B'ayeluch, which let's just remind ourselves, on the one hand, the Rebbe took a lot of pains to teach us that, it's one theme. Nitzavim Vayelach is one continuum. It's one theme. Only some years it's divided. But then he said, on the other hand, Vayelach is higher than Nitzavim. It's the crescendo of the inin of Achdos that is begun in Nitzavim. And now we can understand this on a deeper level once we understood the difference between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. Parshas Nitzavim, my seches b'chadosim shall call Yisrael mir shechem shivtechem matchaiti betzechem shayev mecha kefi shehi nevas mikach shebashazu him nitzavim lefne Hashem alekechem. Parshas Nitzavim is engaged with underscoring and showcasing the unity of Bnei Yisrael from the heads of their shvatim until the wood chopper and the water carrier. But it's the way this equality and unity flows from the fact that they are standing what is the meaning of this? That unity flows from a place where they are elevated above to the source of the rock from which they are you ach parshas va'yelach, but parshas va'yelach, Eisak is ba'achdos kafish heim isgal le b'vnei Yisrael amata. B'vayelach is about the unity that is revealed in b'vnei Yisrael down here in real time, ba'amdam b'dagas heim, as we stand in in our categories, zoo, in 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 the in the minutia of our everyday. And now we're in a position to understand more deeply the words of Parshat Vayelech that Moshe went and he spoke to all of Bnei Yisrael. And his exalted level, he went, and he drew down to every one of Bnei Yisrael. On the level that they were standing. That's on one hand. But on the other hand, But on the other hand, hand, although Moshe went, and he related to each two on their madriga, but when he went, it was all in one fell swoop to all of the Jews, b'shavah, equally. Because this was the connection between the etem hanashama above and the neshama, the way it is found here. And this same inin is expressed in the In of Hakel, which we find in Vayelach. Mitzad echad on the one hand, Chazal taught us, the men come to learn. The women come to listen. And taf, the children are brought, are brought to bring merit to those who bring them. So we could see differentiations. It is a Achthus, but there is place for differences in in category. Sheloikemaya akdes shavrosashana. This is different than the akdes of Barshashana, where there's no place for differentiation. Avol miidach. That's true. But on the other hand, at the same time, dafka bahakel ba'ifinze. It's dafka through hakel. In this way, shayesh bei chiluke where there are differentiations, he nehamelech oymid vekire. The king, who is the heart of all Bene Israel, stands and reads, not teaches, reads. O kriya and this, kriya through the agency of the king, Makifa, the it embraces and includes, as kol Kahal Yisrael, ba-if and shavah. all of Bene Israel equally. Kanal, as we already learned in Sifdalid, Hamelech, the king reads. O mamshich, and he draws on ha'achdus habshutah shall call Yisrael el mekayimam shall chidukai hadarkeis. He draws on the pure and essential achdus of all bnei Yisrael, where to a place of differentiation, stratification, and that's dafke, the highest level of achdus until we come to the end of the Parsha, where the Torah says, that Moshe spoke in the ears of all of Bnei Yisrael, the Rabbi already gave us this Pasuk at the beginning, but now the end of this Pasuk is Ad tuma. Simply this means, until its conclusion. But Chassidus explains, "Shapirish, shapanimi bazer." But the innermost understanding of this is of the word "at tuma" until the conclusion to understand the word "tuma milushin tamimus bishleimus," a wholeness and a perfection. Behind the tamimusam usleimusam shall Yisrael that Moshe spoke not only until the, the conclusion of the words he wanted to speak to them, but he spoke to them, to their wholeness and their perfection. That is to say, that the words of Moshe that he spoke into the ears of all of the, of the, of the, of the, of the assemblage of the Jews, and It's not just that he spoke to their etzem and Hashem as it is above. But he spoke to their wholeness, to their perfection, to their completion until these words that he spoke were drawn down and came down and effected a perfection and a wholesomeness in all of their revealed capabilities and it reached every one of their limbs and every one of their sinews. <speaking in Hebrew> so what's the lesson as we cook away? Aseris yemei teshuva, himzman nesugal lohisofa ba'avas Yisra. Aseris yemei teshuva, is an opportune time to add an avas Yisrael. Kol zman shebis'aseb rashi'am enu bishlemos As long as this union of gathering the heads of the nation bis'aseb rashi'am is not complete shechaser ba'achdos im kol b'nei Yisrael There is something missing in the achdos of b'nei Yisrael yeh asher matzavam irrespective of what their situation is. But if there is a missing in Achdos, then it's not just that there is a deficit. There is something lacking in one detail. It's very, very awesome and strong words here. If there isn't Achdas v'nei Yisrael completely, then in the whole eating of tam l'choni Alechem, there is a deficit. There is something missing. O me'achash v'yavim elu yesh l'sk'nein l'yam ha-kippurim. And because in these days, we have to get ready right for Yom Kippur. Sricha ha'avah l'chol yehudi liyais lo'y rak ba'ayfin sh'ayiv m's'alei mihara sh'b'zolah say v'rayim l'chatzhi l'rak azatayif so during this day, these days, it has to be a love to every Jew. That's not just a love that allows you to overlook the negativity that is in that person. And to me, just see the good that is there. No, <laughs> this very exalted level of Abba israel is simply not enough that you should just be able to overlook all the negativity, just see the good. And through this, and through this, you have a love for this person and you unite with him. No, no, no. No. What's called for now is a and a love that even at the time that you see the negativity, you see it. It's not hidden from you and it's, it's you can't look away from it. You can't overlook it. Nevertheless, we reveal towards this person a love, leloi an uncalculated love, an unconditional love. This is such a great love that it expresses itself in your engaging and investing greatly in helping this person to get rid of the negativity that you are able to perceive in them. And through engaging in these days will be to see Hashem being coronated upon us in a most revealed way, we should be sealed. And sealed for good, for a good year and a sweet year, in the material and the spiritual senses, in good that is seen and revealed. Amen, amen. Kin Okay, so basically means since we're all gonna be overworked and underpaid during the season, we have to take out the the real, real avas um, israel when we deal with um, with everybody. So and uh, and let's try to be good to ourselves as well. Amen. Thank you so much. A good yamtiv, a good kibensh. Oh, okay, next week we'll go back to Sunday. But then, I mean, sorry, we'll go back to Monday. But then the two weeks afterwards, we'll go to Sunday uh, because it's going to be the same kind of thing. I don't think anybody's going to be able to, anybody's going to be able to be online on Monday Erev Sukkis and Monday Erev Simchastaya. akutki Giben Shdiyar and Kol Tov and Hatzlacha and all of the Hachanas. Thank you very much. Amen.